Welcome to the Here and Now Motherhood podcast. Here and Now Motherhood is a nonprofit designed to support moms in their transition to motherhood. I'm your host, Nicole Hunt. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Here and Now Motherhood's podcast. Uh, we're doing a series on matrescence or the transition into motherhood. And one of the big changes that happens there is physical changes. So we have a guest today, and she's a pelvic floor physical therapist in Johnson City, Tennessee. Uh, would you mind introducing yourself? Hello, everyone. My name is Jen Hammett. Um, and like Nicole said, I am a pelvic floor PT. Um, I have my doctorate in physical therapy and became really interested in pelvic floor treatment while I was in PT school. Um, and realized really quickly that it really wasn't something that many people had access to in the Tri-Cities. I'm from the area I've, you know, was born and raised and currently live in Kingsport and work in Johnson City. And it's been a real privilege to be able to grow pelvic health therapy um, and, and really share this, you know, untapped um, area with this community. So I'm happy to be here and happy to continue sharing more of what I can do to help with you guys through this platform. So thank you for having me, Nicole. Yeah, thanks for joining us. So um, let's start off with just talking about some of the physical changes that happen during pregnancy. Would you mind sharing a little bit about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the very first thing that you notice are the hormonal changes. And while we don't necessarily often think about those being a physical change, they impact the physical part of our body significantly. So even before you may have a positive pregnancy test and often way before you start to physically look pregnant, your body feels very, very different. And that is due to the hormones. We could easily do an entire podcast just talking about how those hormones impact us during pregnancy. But kind of as we go through, we'll come back to this idea and talk a little bit about how oxytocin and relaxin and prolactin all can contribute to some of the things that you might experience with changes in your body, both during and after pregnancy. The next big one is our center of gravity changes significantly as our belly grows. So as your belly expands, your center of gravity is going to shift forward some naturally just to keep your body in balance as the way your weight is distributed has been changed. And you are going to compensate for this change in your center of gravity by maybe experiencing more sway or lordosis in your low back. And that might lead to issues with hip stability or back pain that are all related to physical changes just because our body is holding that weight a little bit differently than it was prior. Um, a lot of people come to me during pregnancy with complaints of tightness and stiffness in their joints or muscles. And so that's kind of coming back to that hormone realm a little bit is Relaxin is what helps our body prepare for delivery. It's going to relax the joints. It increases the blood flow to the placenta and the uterus. And it's actually highest at the very beginning of, of pregnancy. And so a lot of ladies will come to me complaining that they feel like their back is stiff and their hips are stiff. And oftentimes that's a compensation for that relaxin. So 
our brain is going to identify that the joints are a lot more lax than they used to be. There's a lot of instability there. And it's going to automatically tighten up the muscles around the hips, the pelvis, and the low back to try to provide some stability to counteract what's happening with the relaxant. And so one of the things that we can do through physical therapy is we can build strength through those muscles. The stronger those muscles are, the more likely it is they're going to be able to maintain stability with some of the hormonal changes that you are going to experience without pushing you into that really tight and stiff range. Um, and then uh, along with that, oftentimes ladies will come in um, with either SI joint dysfunction or pubic symphysis dysfunction. And so one of the things I like to do is I have a model in my, in my clinic and I can show the joints. Um, and I think it's just helpful to be able to see how those would be impacted in order to allow the pelvis to expand during pregnancy. That's something that absolutely has to happen. We need the pelvis to be able to open for the baby to pass through the birth canal. Um, but oftentimes it happens in a way that creates issues um, with everyday tasks like going up and down stairs. Um, if this isn't your first delivery, then maybe you have a toddler that you're having to lift and carry. And so there are ways that we can modify activities to support the SI joints and the pubic symphysis so that those aren't areas that create pain or discomfort um, while we're trying to combat what might be happening with those hormones. And then the last physical change that I feel like is really huge during pregnancy and is a very hot topic right now is diastasis recti. Um, and the first thing that I think is important for us to note about diastasis recti is that it's a normal part of pregnancy. So what happens is as your belly grows, the abdominal muscles have to separate slightly in order to accommodate the space needed for baby. And so that's something that happens during every single pregnancy. Now, it can become symptomatic and it can be a problem, but the actual separation of the abs themselves inherently is not something that is, uh, you know, a dysfunctional in any way. It's an important part of how our body is naturally going to change and something that pelvic floor PT either during or after your pregnancy can help to support. That's awesome. Thanks. Um yeah, the so the the two parts of the pelvis that you were kind of talking about are basically like the back part and the front part if we were to get overly simplistic. Is that right? Yeah, absolutely. So if you think about your pelvis as a circle and the spine kind of comes into that circle in the back. So you have a sacroiliac joint on both sides where the pelvis joins with the spine. And then it comes together in the front at the pubic symphysis. And you've got a pretty sturdy piece of cartilage at the pubic symphysis as well. And that creates that circle. And it's important that we have these kind of breaks in the circle that are more flexible areas to allow for the pelvis to separate. But we also need a lot of structural stability through that area because essentially that pelvis is what's connecting our, our lower body to our spine. It's holding your legs kind of to where you can provide stability for movement. So oftentimes that's where we see issues with lower body exercise, things like lunges and step ups, stuff that we do in our everyday life or with exercise that can cause a lot of issues during pregnancy just because that circle isn't as stability, um, doesn't have as much stability as it did prior to becoming pregnant. 
I thought it was really interesting that you said that the, um, that relaxin like loosens up your joints. And so your muscles will tighten up to kind of make up for it. Um, and then you can do some strength training to help relax the tightness. That's pretty interesting. Yeah, absolutely. One of the things that I hear a lot of ladies come to me is they say, my hips and my back feel so tight and I've stretched and stretched and stretched. And no matter what I do, everything still feels tight. And that is an immediate cue to me that the tension they're experiencing is not a muscle flexibility problem, but a stability problem because your brain is inherently going to try to protect your body from becoming injured. And if you've got too much mobility, then we're going to have issues with stability. Um, And what our body will do is it will essentially kind of lock everything down because it doesn't feel like it can control that movement and it wants to protect you from possibly becoming injured. So with some really specific deep stabilization techniques working on muscles that we probably wouldn't typically target with other types of stretches or exercises, we can really change how your brain interprets that area to set you up for success and not feeling all that tension. That's awesome. Um, so I mean, it seems like pregnancy is kind of prepping us for birth, right? So we're like opening up the hips, getting ligaments nice and loose so that baby can come through the birth canal. So do you want to tell us a little bit about how birth can physically affect us and kind of what's happening there? Absolutely. So we've already talked a lot about how the actual bony structures change within the pelvis to prepare us for delivery. Um, But the pelvic floor muscles also have to be prepared for delivery. So if someone comes to me um, during their pregnancy, oftentimes I start seeing ladies somewhere around their second trimester. And as they move through into that third trimester, we're really working on stability, some of the things that we we previously talked about. But at 34 to 36 weeks, your body starts to change. And we have to shift from keeping your body functioning as well as possible during pregnancy to preparing your body for delivery. And so one of the things that we're going to shift is from pelvic floor strengthening exercises to pelvic floor lengthening and relaxing exercises. So oxytocin is one of the hormones that is going to increase significantly when you go into labor. And oxytocin is what causes uterine contractions. So it's kind of a misnomer that people think that they're going to use their muscles to push the baby out. The oxytocin and uterine contractions are what are going to push the baby out. The main job of the pelvic floor muscles is to get out of the way so that the baby can pass through the birth canal. So we work a lot on preparing how do you lengthen and relax those muscles. We can't see the pelvic floor muscles, and so it can make it really challenging for us to actually know what is happening when we squeeze and relax muscles in that area. And so that's where physical therapists can be incredibly helpful is I can come in and either touch the muscles on the outside of clothes, or sometimes we even may do internal biofeedback with a single digit exam um, 
where you can actually feel what's happening and you get feedback as a patient. Like, yes, that's correct. That's what I want you to feel when you're practicing lengthening those muscles versus you just kind of guessing and hoping for the best. Um, so we've already kind of, you know, prepped ourselves to for those bony structures to change. Then we're going to shift towards making sure that we have good control over lengthening and relaxing the pelvic floor muscles so they can get out of the way during delivery. And then the other thing that we have to think about is birth is a very physical task. It's one of the most intense physical feats your body will ever perform. And so we don't think twice about doing a warm up before we do a really hard workout, right? We don't just jump into running a marathon. We stretch first. We might walk and jog a little bit to prepare our body for what's about to happen. And that's one of the things that I spend time going through with my patients is once you enter into that labor phase, how do we essentially warm our body up? so that it is ready for this intense, extreme, amazing physical feat of delivering a baby. Um, and so you're looking at a huge physical and hormonal change that's going to happen over a very, very short period of time. And then all of that to say that we can prepare as much as we want to, but every single labor and delivery experience is unique, whether that's person to person or even if you're having multiple deliveries. I've had lots of mamas who have, um, you know, three, four, five different pregnancies and deliveries, and each one is so unique and different. And so while we can do everything in our power to prepare, at the same time, I kind of encourage them to be in that moment of birth, to really experience the uniqueness of that special moment. Um, because while we can prepare as much as we want to, it's impossible for us to know exactly what that's going to look like. And mentally and physically and emotionally preparing yourself for that moment can help set us up for success during the actual delivery process. I love that you can give that feedback when you're prepping a patient for birth. Cause like, I mean, I remember being in birthing classes and they were like, okay, so you'll just push. And you're like, wait, but like how, like that's, that's anyways, I just love that you can give that feedback. I think that's awesome. Absolutely. It's very, very common that I see ladies who come in and, and they don't really understand how to control their pelvic floor muscles. And so while they might think that they're lengthening and relaxing those muscles, in reality, they're actually squeezing them. And there is research that supports that having um, good length in the perineal body with some perineal massage, which is something that I teach my patients to begin doing usually at 36 weeks um, of their pregnancy and the ability to actively lengthen the pelvic floor muscles significantly decreases your risk of having perineal tearing during delivery, assuming you're going to have a vaginal birth. That's awesome. So when baby comes out, assuming that it's a vaginal birth, um, what kind of impact is that going to have physically on a birther? So we've talked a little bit about how, you know, delivering a baby is an absolutely incredible physical feat. Um, it is one of the most challenging things that you will ever go through from a physical perspective. 
And so I really like to encourage moms to promote healing during that initial postpartum period. Oftentimes I will get ladies into the office who ask me, well, what should I, when should I start doing my kegels again? When can I start exercising again? When should I be up and walking? And to me, those first six weeks are important for you to get into a good routine with your newborn to adjust to life as whether it's a first time mom or a mom of multiples, like bringing a new baby into the equation changes things dramatically. And I think someone giving you that permission and encouraging you that those first six weeks are just for you to rest, for your body to heal, and for you to connect with your newborn. Those are the only things you need to be focusing on during that time. If going for a walk helps you heal physically, then sure, go for those things. But it's not a scenario where as soon as you deliver that baby, your main focus is on what do I need to do to start healing my body? There's certain healing that your body is going to do on its own, but you've got to give it the time to be able to do so. And different people are going to heal at very different rates. And so while your girlfriend might be out, you know, starting jogging at four weeks postpartum, and it's still a challenge for you to be able to make it through your everyday tasks because you've got pain or instability or things just aren't feeling right, then that's okay. Each experience is going to look very, very different. And that's why working with a pelvic floor PT postpartum can be so valuable it's really hard to self-assess those things on our own. And so having someone to come in and say, you know, based on how your body is functioning right now, these are the things that you should be performing. And these are things that you don't need to worry about because your body's just not healed and ready for that yet. And so to me, the initial postpartum period is all about support, supporting the body to be able to heal the way it's going to naturally with good fluid intake, really good nutrition, rest, and allowing your body time to adjust to the huge dramatic change it's just been through in a very short period of time. Things that I might ask people about postpartum um, are, you know, how how they feel as far as their core stability goes. Our transverse abdominis is the ab muscle that provides our spine with stability, and it's put under a tremendous amount of stress for a long period of time as you accommodate a growing baby. And so sometimes that muscle might need a little extra time to kind of start coordinating again. And you might need some extra cueing to learn how to use that muscle again postpartum because it has been on stretch for such a long period of time. And it's okay for your body to not just go back to working the way that it used to after delivering a baby without you having to do some very specific things to help it to heal. Um, that's appropriate and expected after delivery. 
Other things that I look for postpartum are anything that tells me that there might be a change happening in the pelvic floor muscles. Those muscles were put on intense stretch, and in contrary to the ab muscles, which were stretched slowly over a long period of time, the pelvic floor muscles were really put on a tremendous amount of stretch in a pretty short period of time during that delivery process. And so I might ask people things like, do you notice changes in any pain or pressure in your pelvis that you didn't have before baby? Um, do you have changes in um, your digestion? Do you get really bloated after you eat and you didn't used to? Have you noticed issues with constipation? Um, do you feel like you have to pee all the time and then go to the bathroom and nothing comes out? Or are you having the opposite problem where you can't get to the bathroom in time because you're just peeing on yourself? And those are all things that that can happen postpartum. And it's going to take time for our body to heal from those things. Those are things that I would expect changes with up to six weeks postpartum. So usually what I give feedback for, um, especially if I'm seeing someone during their pregnancy, is at that six-week visit, when you go to follow up with your OBGYN, ask them for a script for physical therapy. Just have them send one. Maybe you're ready at six weeks postpartum to go ahead and start working on healing some of these things in a more intentional manner. But maybe at six weeks postpartum, you're still just trying to get through the day with your newborn and you need to wait a little while before you're ready to really intentionally address some of these changes. The timing is important because I don't want someone to be living with dysfunction for weeks on end. But you also have to be ready to make intentional changes before you can really get the benefit and value that you should from physical therapy intervention. And so that looks different for different people. I encourage all of the moms to get their script at six weeks. And then if they're not sure if they're ready to start or, or not yet, ha I have them call me and let's talk about it. And let's talk about where you are and what you're feeling and see if we can give it, you know, three or four more weeks when you're in a better routine. Or do we need to get started right away? Everybody looks a little bit different and each each patient is so individual and so unique that it takes that individual and unique approach to really have success and feel like you're gaining control over a body that doesn't really feel like yours anymore in that immediate postpartum period. Um, and then the last thing is breastfeeding is going to impact this healing as well. And so that's another thing that I educate a lot of my moms on is prolactin is going to be the um, hormone that produces breast milk, but your relaxin is going to stay a little bit more elevated than baseline if you are breastfeeding, which means you might experience more instability, that kind of loosey-goosey feeling like you just don't have good control over your body. And you're also more likely to experience um, some urinary incontinence purely because of the hormone changes that are going to stay elevated as long as you're breastfeeding. And having a professional to be able to look at the tissue quality and the muscle strength and where you are in your breastfeeding journey and postpartum journey and kind of give you feedback on these are things that are common and that a lot of women experience but not normal and not things you should be experiencing now. And these are intentional ways that we can heal your body versus 
you know what? I think that you're in a good place for where you are postpartum right now. And these are changes that I would expect to see in four months or six months. Um, but keep doing what you're doing right now because you're supporting your body in the way it needs to be done. And just having that feedback and support from a professional to be able to look at your body in an objective way and tell you how you're doing can be extremely valuable. It allows you to make changes that you need to postpartum. And it also allows you to have confidence in moving forward with this really new and different part of your life. Thank you. I, I love that you brought in like what effect those hormones are going to have on the postpartum period because it, it, I feel like it really has a big impact on your postpartum life. Yeah, it certainly does. And I, I think that that kind of plays into not only the physical things that we experience, but also, you know, the, the emotional and things that, that we experience in a postpartum period. Those hormones are going to impact our body physically for sure, but it's also going to impact um, things like dopamine, which is our feel-good hormone. Um, and I think that it's just important to have somebody in your corner helping you navigate through what your body is experiencing because you can you can feel kind of crazy in some of those moments. Like, is this even real life right now? You know, what is what I'm experiencing, what I'm supposed to be feeling, or do I just need to suck it up? And am I being, you know, not tough enough about all of this, but having somebody sit down with you and kind of meet you where you are and talk about things that you have control over, but then also some things that you don't have control over, especially in that immediate postpartum period. And just validating those things, I think can be incredibly encouraging for new moms, whether it's your first delivery or fifth delivery. It's just nice to have someone in your corner as a sounding board to talk to about, these are the things that I'm feeling and I just don't know if I'm okay with this and is this normal? And to get a little bit of of feedback and validation as far as what we can do to help promote success and feeling good and supporting your body as best we can where it is right now. Totally. I love that because sometimes postpartum, you can feel like your body is like almost betraying you. Like it's not doing its job that you think it should be, or, or it's just like watching those changes happen are like jarring. So I think it's awesome that you can both offer like almost like be a smoke alarm for your patient, be like, this is normal. This is not. And we can do something about it if it's not normal. Yeah, absolutely. Um, anything else you want to add about like the emotional impact that of the physical changes, um, the, the combination of those two, I guess, um, on a postpartum mother? Yeah. I, you know, we've talked some about the, the hormones that are involved in that. And so as long as we're breastfeeding, um, you know, dopamine is going to be, dopamine inhibits prolactin. And so while you're breastfeeding, your body is inherently going to want to produce more prolactin, right? Because you need to sustain the life of your baby. And so that's going to decrease the ability of that hormone to be as effective sometimes. Um, And so there are lots of different options and ways that I can um, kind of guide and help navigate my mama's postpartum. I have some women who um, have really very serious um, 
mood um, and emotional stability changes postpartum. And sometimes those changes do require medication um, for both the safety of the mom and the baby. And that is okay. And I think having someone on your side to look at you and really be like, you know what? You don't have to live like this. And it's okay for us to accept some help during this time of a lot of stress and a lot of change. Um, There are other moms that I find we're able to work through um, stuff just in the clinic. Um, There are some things as far as management of the emotional changes that you experience postpartum that are within my scope of practice as a physical therapist. And so we may work on things like um, meditation or journaling, um, self-care practices and creating a very objective routine for those things because those can be prescribed just like a medication can be prescribed and can be just as effective as a medication if they are used on a regular schedule, right? If you're taking blood pressure medicine, but you only take your medicine once a week, then it's not going to be as effective as if you take it every day. And so um, I think that there are some self-care practices that we can promote, but just getting on that level of understanding that they have to be done consistently and working with someone to create a routine in which it can be done consistently is really important. Um, and then the last piece of all that is, is I do have some counselors that I work with locally um, because sometimes there are things going on that are outside of my scope of, of practice. And so if I feel like it's not necessarily a medication issue and it's not something that we're making great progress working on things within my scope, then I I'm often will refer out um, to someone who is an expert, um, whether that is some type of uh, psychological therapy or if that's some type of counseling that, that, that you just know there is stuff out there, um, that it is important that we address those things because that physical healing is really aided by emotional healing. And so if our emotional healing is not on the right track after this huge dramatic change that our body has been through, then our physical healing is not going to be on track either. Yeah, I love that. The combination of like different people getting like assembling your team as a mom to get all these different aspects, um, get help with all these different aspects of change that happens. Yeah, absolutely. I think it's, it's so important to treat the whole person. And I think so often we focus a lot on the physical changes of, to our body. And we forget that there are changes to, to other things too, and that our emotional and mental well-being is just as important, if not more important, than our physical well-being. Totally. Um, well, is there anything else you wanted to add about like the physical changes that happen during pregnancy and postpartum? Oh, I, I feel like that really that really covers most of the things that I see commonly in the clinic. What I would encourage the mamas who are listening today is it, it can be really hard to self-assess your own body. And so you may not know what's wrong, but a lot of times we are aware that something isn't right, that things just don't feel like they should. 
And I don't ever want anyone to be fearful of coming in for a physical therapy visit and then being like, well, I don't really know what's going on. I just feel like something's not clicking and then be embarrassed by that or feel like they're being, you know, overly cautious about things. It's really important to have that practitioner who you can come into and who can assess you from a totally different perspective than how you can assess yourself. And so if you feel ever at all like things are just not quite right, even if you can't pinpoint what it is that's not correct, like it's so valuable to at least come in and have an assessment done because I'm going to be able to look at things that you just can't assess on your own. And I'm going to see them from a perspective that's impossible to see on yourself. And so not being afraid to literally just walk in the door and be like, I don't know. I just want to make sure everything's okay. There's nothing wrong with that. Maybe we do an assessment and we do find that everything is okay. And we say, you know what, keep doing what you're doing because it's working. Or maybe we are able to pinpoint some things that you just weren't able to put together on your own. So if you don't feel like you are thriving in that postpartum period, like, yes, things are hard and there's a lot of things that change and, and it is part of that process. But why not support yourself to function at your absolute best during that process and seek help from someone who can help you find how to create your best body where you are right now? I love that. Um, do you have any like success stories you want to share about some of the results that your patients get? Um, I, you know, I, I have a lot of ladies who come in and are like, you have absolutely changed my life. You know, I did not know that I could feel this good after having a baby. Um, I have ladies who come into me and they're like, you know, all of my friends talk about how sex is not ever the same after you have a baby, but after coming to pelvic floor PT, like I feel like sex is even better than it was before having a baby. Um, I have ladies who, you know, really truly do feel better postpartum than they even did before pregnancy because they've had things going on that were just kind of underlying it. Um, but weren't really big enough things to do anything about before. Um, and so it is a really empowering and very encouraging field to work in because I get to see people's lives changed every single day. I get to sit down and talk and educate them about things that they don't know who else to talk to about those things. You know, I I think that in our medical field, there's not a place to talk about, um, you know, now that I've had a baby, every time I poop, it's painful and I'm having issues with hemorrhoids now. Um, there's not a place to talk about not having a sex drive after baby. And is that related to hormones or is it because you're having pain with sex? And what do we do about those things? Um, there's not a safe space to talk about um you know, changes that you experience with how you view your body after having a baby in a lot of our medical care offices. And it's really a privilege to be able to fill in those gaps um, for ladies who deserve that, they, that deserve to be able to feel good and feel supported and feel encouraged. And so 
that's what I love about what I do is that I can literally, you know, provide care in a way that people have just missed out and they don't realize how great things can be. Um, Some of my favorite patients that I've worked with, I've gotten to see them um, prior to pregnancy. Maybe we've worked through some pain with intercourse and they want to get pregnant, but they are having a difficult time because it hurts to have sex. And we take care of their pain with intercourse. um, And then I see them during their pregnancy to make sure that they're supporting their body as best they can during that period of time. And then they get to come back to me postpartum. And it's just like you get this full circle of helping them heal their body to achieve pregnancy and then supporting them through that process to get to see them achieve this ultimate goal of becoming a parent. Um, And it's just a really rewarding field to be in. And and it's awesome to me that I get to look forward to waking up and doing that every single day. That's awesome. Um, Is there anything else you want to add about pelvic floor physical therapy as a whole? Yeah, there there are just a few kind of like, um, I feel like misconceptions about pelvic floor PT. And so sometimes I find that people are hesitant to want to come to pelvic floor PT um, because maybe they have had a bad experience with their OBGYN or maybe they had a really traumatic delivery, um, whether that was a C-section delivery or a vaginal delivery. And so there's a lot of fear around what someone might do to a part of their body that they feel um, either some emotional trauma connected to, or maybe they are afraid to be touched in that area because it's painful for them. And so oftentimes when someone comes to me on their very first visit, I spend a lot of time talking with them. Um, I wanna hear your story and I wanna try to meet you where you are in that moment. And so that might look like doing a physical examination of your body on that day, looking at your belly, looking at the pelvic floor muscles with either an external or an internal exam, or it might just look like us talking about where you are, how we support your body, where it is right now, um, and doing some gentle like breathing exercises and meditation um, for your homework. And so I'm going to meet you wherever you are in that moment. And I don't want anyone to ever be fearful about coming to a visit because it might be uncomfortable or they might have to talk about weird things that they don't talk about in common conversation um, or it might be painful for them because I, I really work hard to make sure that your experience with me is a really positive one. I unfortunately work with a lot of ladies who have had bad experiences in medicine. Um, They have not been respected by medical providers who have worked with them maybe, um, or they have, you know, felt like they didn't know what was happening to their body during an examination because the provider didn't um, explain to them what they were going to be doing. And they didn't necessarily feel that they had a choice. They were there for a certain test or a certain procedure. And so it just had to be done. 
And I really try hard to make the experience that you have with pelvic floor physical therapy different than that. Um, you're in control of your visit and you get to say no if I recommend something that you just don't feel ready for. And you get to set the pace at how quickly we move forward. And I think that's just an important part of that healing process is that knowing that you're not going to come into the office and be forced to talk about or do something that makes you feel uncomfortable. Um, there might be some things that we have to address that aren't easy, but we're going to do them when you're ready to do that. And we have lots of time um, to be able to achieve that. And so there's no rush or time limit on this is when these things have to happen. Um, we can be patient with your body and meet it where it is. And I, I think that's an important part, especially um, with postpartum healing, that, that, that you know that it's going to be a supportive and encouraging experience and that we will do whatever we have to to make sure that you feel that way at the end of your session. I love that. Thank you so much. Um, thank you so much for joining us today and telling us a little bit about what you do as well as helping us understand better about the changes that us moms go through. Um, would you mind sharing how people can get a hold of you if they want to contact you? Yeah, absolutely. So um, I work for Benchmark Physical Therapy. Um, I work in our Boone's Creek office, which is located um, near the Beef O'Brady's shopping center area. It's across the street from Powell. So it's pretty convenient um, to the Tri-Cities in general. We're kind of right in the middle with Kingsport, um, Johnson City and Bristol. And um, I take appointments in the office. Um, you can contact me at the office. Our office phone number is 423-232-0688. Um, however, I do... Um, Oftentimes, I don't take phone calls when I'm with patients and, and treating. And so I would also recommend if you're interested um, to reach out to me via email. Um, my work email is jhammett, that's J-H-A-M-M-I-T-T, at benchmarkpt.com. Um, and it just kind of give me an idea of what's going on and, and if you think that you might be interested in coming in. Oftentimes, I'll give you a call um, either after hours of, of clinic when we can really have some time to chat about what some options might be and if I think physical therapy would be helpful for you. Um, and Nicole, obviously, you have um, a relationship with the people who follow your podcast as well. So if any of you feel more comfortable reaching out to Nicole, um, she knows how to get in touch with me as well. Um, that we can make sure that if this is something that you would benefit from, that that we get you there. A lot of people also have questions about paying for services. And so I do take almost all insurances. There are very few insurance plans I don't take. Um, and I do offer um, a cash rate for those people who may not have insurance or who may not have um, physical therapy coverage with their insurance. And so if that's ever a barrier and you're concerned about finances as far as getting started, please, please reach out to me because that is absolutely something that we have some resources to try to um, make sure that you get whatever services it is that you feel like you need without the financial aspect being a barrier. Awesome. Thank you so much for spending some time with us today. We really appreciate it. Absolutely. I've really enjoyed spending time with you and, and I hope that you guys are encouraged by this um, and that you really seek 
um, seek the right person out for you to help you maximize how good you truly can feel um, during pregnancy and delivery because motherhood is an absolutely incredible experience and and you should get to enjoy it to its absolute fullest um, by feeling the absolute best that you can. Until next time, this has been the Here and Now Motherhood Podcast. 